right. Hi, everybody tuning in. Yeah, this is Tune In Next Week. I am Uncle Eddie. I am Jacob. You should have been here last week when we knew what we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, tune In This Week is uh, going to be about something we'll get to right after this break. But before we go to break, don't forget. Don't forget. I'm Jake. I'm Ed. Tell your friends. Tune in next week. We'll be right back after this break. Well, I'll turn up to a place for brunch. And it's just, you know, loaded and we're going to have to wait an hour. And my thing is like, let's go to the place that's not packed. Maybe it'll be bad. But like maybe they got good food too and this place is just so cool oh, that's, that we're all willing yeah. to wait until we're Well, I we're got a freaking pork chop. I mean, I, I, yeah. what are you going to do with a pork chop? I'll tell you. It wasn't even I a could make pork a, chop. I could make you a good pork chop. You got to tenderize <clears throat> All right. Have you heard Bruce's voice yet? Yeah, he, he yeah, yeah, spoke. I'm here. But but um, the thing is, you probably we're live, are, by the way. I don't know if y'all know. Okay. Yeah, we're live. The the um the thing you probably already know is when whenever you go to a to uh, on a vacation or visit someplace, you're not really sure where to eat. You where the truckers eat, or where the locals eat. You always try to find out. Well, that's what this place I went in. It was full of locals, it, but it was the downtown. Yeah, but I went in there. The and Chamber was, of Commerce and so forth. People. I went in there during the day. I just just to walk in, just to see it. Not what the to, museum or the ground? Well, Zero? Well, I went to the museum, and then after the museum, I walked over because Ground Zero is right there. Yeah. So I walked over just to to walk inside yeah, and check it out did, and say sure. say I was there. But my, um, the museum was great. But my other favorite place in Clarksdale was Cat Had Records. It's upstairs across the street from yeah. the general store. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really, really Clarksdale's cool. a cool town if you're into the blues and music and history and slavery. You know, <laughs> let's call it yeah. I'm into it the history of slavery, not. Yeah. But I don't like how it's it persistent to the, the present. festival out there, Bruce? No, but um, the guy who owns the 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 record store, Cathead, he kind of he. I talked to him for a while, and he he's like the chamber of commerce guy for the whole. Yeah, town. he runs he runs this. What is it called? The Sunflower Festival. I don't know. Yeah, it something like that. But um, he runs a blues festival not only there but um, in other places around the country. He's involved. He books the acts, and uh, we talked for a while because I'm a huge blues guy. I mean, if I had to be on a desert island, that would be the music. Yeah, you ought to try the King Biscuit. Uh, <laughs> my son-in-law booked us. Uh, my family says we're all going to meet and go to the King Biscuit uh, from different parts of the country. So my son-in-law, who's not married to my daughter yet, he says, I- I'm cool. I'll make the reservations. And we say, okay, Brent, handle it. <clears throat> we're the first ones to arrive here. On, it's like 10 on a Thursday night before the festival starts. And we find this place called the Plantation Inn. And it looks like an airline highway 50 cents an hour yeah. kind of place right we go to the check-in the check-in is like no bigger than a phone booth with a window that slides open and he says give me your money and he hands us a light bulb and a tv remote he says this is what bring these back when you check out <laughs> the place went downhill from there but anyway oh my we go gosh. across the street a and we met the bulb. same guy you met i bet we were eating at this little their version of dwyer's right yeah and this guy sees it and he comes over he sits down and he starts chatting us up you gotta stay at the shack up in next time you gotta go to cathead records you gotta do this you gotta do that right so we stumble out we go to the general store downtown which is pretty cool and he's in there too i own this place i own the he's apparently the whole guy yeah but uh, my my wife has stayed a shack up um but then greenwood which is uh where robert johnson's one of his graves. Well, <laughs> supposedly the real one. Yeah, I went to sure. all three of them. We we stayed at um, this place that's just down the road. That's that's all converted sharecropper shacks, 
um, right along the river there, and it was really cool. And we sp- and then we got up in the morning; it was all foggy and yeah. nice, really nice. Well, we we did the Greenwood thing and stayed in a bed and uh, I guess a, an Airbnb or something. It was a big, huge house, and it was empty. We just had it all to ourselves, right on the river yeah. with a what? Very cool. And there was a great restaurant. Um, <laughs> That I recall in Greenwood. I we went to that know. restaurant and Cheryl ordered. She didn't know what it was. It was before it was called Lobster and Pork Belly in Clarksdale. Now, you got to figure the lobster and pork in oh, Clarksdale is pretty fresh. You know, it's right. like a thousand miles from the nearest beach. And <laughs> yeah. Pork Belly, which she didn't know what Pork Belly This was before Pork Belly was on every menu in the world. Yeah. And it came out with a big pile of grits with a Pork Belly slab and a hunk of lobster on top of it. Dang. Tell you what town is cool, though, is Cleveland. Mississippi. Come on. I've been. Have you? Got yeah. a, they got a blues festival. I, my grandparents would live yeah, right outside too. of Cleveland. I but know Cleveland intimately. Have, they have a Grammy I, I spent every yeah, summer. Hopping, man. Ohio's like the country writ small, you know. I spent every summer in, Cle- in Cleveland, Mississippi. Cle- Cleveland, Delta Mississippi. State I spent a week there one night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have a Grammy Museum. Sure do. The Grammy Museum. Oh, cool. Not the... Huh? No, no, no. There's a Grammy Museum in L.A. Oh, well, they don't count. They're all liberal out there. <laughs> exactly. They don't yeah. know nothing about blues. They don't no, like it on the coast. The, the, it's a really very cool museum. And when we were there, they probably still have it. They had a, a wonderful uh, woman in country music display, you know, with everybody from Dolly Parton to the current uh, state of women in country music. And it was wonderful. It was very interactive. I got to um, to write a song with Keb Mo. What? No, you wrote he was, a song with Keb Mo? Yeah, he wasn't actually there. He I was, was going to say it's karaoke with Keb Mo's robot. <laughs> you go into a booth, like a recording booth, and he's there, and he's kind of you know giving you instructions on how to create a, a tune and what here's some uh, you know here's some examples, and you can write lyrics and come on, and then he plays it. Hit yourself on the foot with a hammer so you got some pain before you yeah. start. <laughs> it's, it's pain weird. if you're going to sing the blues. It was really cool. <laughs> and, then, and then there's a interactive dance thing. This guy takes you through dance steps, and you got to try to do his dance steps. Did you run over to Indianola to the B.B. King Museum? Been there, buddy. Yes, been good there. Too. So now I personally have completed the whole Delta run. I've Whoa. done the entire Same as me. We must have been on the same path, man. Wow. That's why I saw three Robert to... Johnson's museum, uh, grave sites. Have you seen yeah. like the... And the... I went to Oxford to see the household uh, oh, yeah. Faulkner Oxford lived is... in. What's his name? Yeah. yeah. And uh, did the blues tour there and did uh, Have Cleveland you found like and, the, the crossroads where... Yeah. Oh, yeah, the crossroads that's, got that's a big old sign. Is there really yeah. a crossroads? Oh, yeah. oh there really is How a crossroads. How you know? There's a big well, sign that says Crossroads. Sign that says Crossroads. <laughs> right here, and it's 61 and whatever. And it's like gas stations uh, and, and... It's like Four Corners. Yeah. Like, is this yeah, yeah. really where... It might yeah. really yeah, but in there's all a big, states But right there's now. a big sign that says Crossroads. Yeah. Wow. And you can so, buy a t-shirt for 90 bucks. It says, yeah. I saw the Crossroads. Yeah. Or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With a picture of... I met the, the devil at the Crossroads. Yeah, and he yeah. didn't teach me nothing. <laughs> I got the blues though. Yeah, yeah but I still that's have good. Bruce, we have something in common there. We do, and I, I've I've done the Delta trip, blues trip, all the way to Memphis. Memphis is cool. Oh Memphis. yeah, man. Memphis totally cool. That the one place I haven't gone is Nashville. That's on my really? bucket list. Nashville. Never then, been to Nashville. Then Cleveland, Ohio, to see the oh the Rock and Roll Hall. Gotta go to there, and I gotta go to Seattle to see the Experience Museum. Whoa. Which was basically, yeah, basically, basically dedicated to Hendrix, but involves a whole pantheon of, of rock and roll. And apparently, I've seen pictures of it. You walk into the lobby, 
and the lobby, the ceiling's like 100 over 100 feet long. And in the middle as you walk in is a tower of guitars welded together oh, from man. floor to ceiling. That's pretty cool. Like 1,000 <clears throat> guitars all welded what a, together. What about Punxsutawney? Have you ever been to, uh, to Punxsutawney where they have no, the, seen the, the seen groundhog? I've seen the movie. I don't know, man. So. Whenever it's uh, that winter sticks around like it's doing now, I got the yeah. blues. It's been cold. There we go. We're talking about the weather now. Yeah. Hey, yeah, today's topic is going to be, uh, if we get to it, we're all recording cool. now, right? Yeah, this is we've been yeah. recording for like 12 minutes. Okay. Well, it's still, it's, it's kind of, this says tune in next week in case you didn't know. Yeah. My name is, uh, I'm Uncle Eddie, waving here. hey And uh, That's the shadow. He doesn't speak. Shadow knows. <laughs> shadow, shadow blues, man. And Jacob doesn't know, but he would like to know if you have enjoyed the show, in which case you could email him, i.e. me, at jwhite at aocinc.org and tell us if you like it tell us if you hate it and uh, if you'd like to come on we're always open to having another guest yeah we got an empty chair that's right and yeah uh, it's pretty flexible yeah but today's topic was going to be and i guess it still is yeah climate change yep and i personally am uh, here to tell you i'm concerned and generally speaking i'm in denial like i'm denying the coronavirus hey, ain't gonna bother me yeah i'm not gonna do this but this whole climate thing is freaking me out because we're ignoring it and australia is literally on fire well, that's that's and, one know, of the that. reasons why i mentioned the topic because of what recently happened with the fires but because of fires and the same thing happens in california when they have massive fires is you burn all that brush right and then the rains come. Rake it, baby. And Rake because it. there's no all the brush and because it's just dirt yeah. at that point, soil nothing to hold the, the, the rain back, it's flooding. And now they're having massive flooding in Australia. Yeah. And towns of, whole towns have been evacuated. So they were evacuated for the fire, and now they're being evacuated because of the because of flooding. flooded flooding uh, videos they're more horrific than the fires were wow yeah. i mean i'm talking like tsunami sized things running through yeah. towns that's yeah. coming down from i guess so australia like a fifth of, of <clears throat> australia got burned in the a fifth um 300 or so people i think died but mm-hmm. millions Oh, of yeah. species of, well, 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 of oh, animals individual, yeah. Yeah. Animals, animals and yeah. flora and fauna gone Sure. Um, and yeah. so this whole thing is, is everybody's calling that it's hinged on climate change. So I, I don't know the origin of the fires. And that's what I was trying to look up today, what the origin was, how, where, when it, where it first started and why. Well, while you're looking, I'm going to take the role of Rush Limbaugh just to provoke this, that uh, <laughs> climate change is a fraud, <laughs> and this is nature's way of balancing things. It's Nature has done yes. this before, and you're all going to die. Nothing you can do about it. You might as well smoke cigars. Yeah, it's a hoax. <laughs> get the medal it's of a hoax. It's a hoax to get us to buy into organic materials, which is always, you know, <laughs> the Green New Deal, the to- U.N., climate accord yeah. uh yeah i mean so my thing with all this is that climate change is one part of a multifaceted ecological collapse that we're able to witness because it ha- you know happens over the course of decades and not instantly but you know we're in this like human bloom 
uh, recently, the last, you know, 100 years. We, the last 100 years, I don't know if you've heard the stat, you know, more people are alive today than have ever Lives existed before. Yeah. yeah, I mean, probably not, but uh, it's about 10% of the people that ever existed are alive today uh, just because of the nature of exponents and the fact that we have industrial agriculture and can feed so many more people than we can. But guess what? We can't do that forever. So you think all this is nature's way of saying slapback? Folks, there's too many of them. Uh, I don't think, I don't think it's that out. as much as it's just like we're we're having this craterous impact that you know we get to enjoy right now, and we're not we're not going to get to do this forever. This is like a thing that is going to unfortunately going to end in misery and pain for billions. So you think just, there's no solution? And I agree already, though I don't think no, there is. I, a solution. I think there are solutions, but I think what we're dealing with is an imbalance. Yes. So for millions of years. Evolution on this planet, if you believe in evolution, if you believe, bill- which, which I personally do, um, a billion, billions of years on this planet, this planet about evolved. About a billion, about a billion we've okay. had life as we know it. This 3,000 eukaryotic. planet evolved, right, um, in a natural course. Everything happened, developed, evolved, however you want to call it, in a natural balance, well, right? what do you mean? I mean, a natural bounce. Yeah, yeah. It, Meaning it, that there in was that, no interference, that there was no... Uh, by what? I mean, there was interference by, you know, space well, we trucks. Weren't, we weren't belching, and, we weren't belching poisons into the air and into the yeah. water. Well, yeah, no, I mean, there was. There has the point. been. I that's mean, that's there's the all, point that for, for most of the existence of life, our life wouldn't have been possible. Like, because life changed things so greatly, cyanobacteria changed, eventually there was enough oxygen for stuff like us. Well, for a while, there was way more oxygen, and we couldn't have survived. So right now, the way it is, it's nice for us. That's true. Hasn't always been this way, isn't always going to be this way. But the balance... We're changing it at a faster rate. That's the point. We're changing... The balance is going more skew. We're not going back to balance. We're going more to the tilt. I think we're out of whack, and I, I mean... Uh, well, to me, we're out of whack is the environment and society's attitude and the whole thing is Well, we know there's whole, holes in the ozone. Well, not anymore. I mean, we, we actually saw that. That was one thing that, yeah, there's still not quite we, as much ozone as there was. We will. patched them with smog. Well, no, yeah. you know, we, we banned chlorofluorocarbons. We did that as yeah. a species. We said, we can't do this. This is bad. And we actually did it and it worked. And there is an ozone layer but again. But there was damage from the time that, you know, it was much larger than it is today or but, much But, but regardless, so that's one factor among so many. And, and, right. and some of the ones that are maybe even more imperiling are less noticeable. I mean, I mean until you, like, go outside and, and listen. Because that's the thing. It's not, it's not climate change that, that why we don't have the number of bird species that we used to, that we don't have near the number of... Uh, insect diversity that we used to. Those are the things that are, yeah, climate change is exacerbating it. It's changing the way that people, that, that uh, species t- travel, the way that they migrate. But overwhelmingly, it's because we have taken over their habitats yeah. and because Absolutely. we poison things with our industry in a way that we don't. If you're going to be so smart, you ought to put yourself on camera. Oh, my bad. Right my there. bad. That's terrible. Well, that's what okay. I'm talking about. Back to the, us. The balance. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's 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 a balance. Um, man has to find a balance between man or human and the rest of the the planet. The yeah, yeah the, but we, we that's the, the point. Imp- <laughs> we're, we're gonna. 
I mean, we're, we're kind of in – the thing is we're in balance. We're always I, in balance. It's just I, the balance is heading toward a place where maybe it'll look more balanced because it'll be less of us. I'm going back to the nature's telling us to fix it, and we can't fix it, and nature's going to smack us back. And there's going to be devastation. There's going to be famine. There's going to be death. And, I mean, there and, is right and, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's going to – maybe 20, 30, 100, 200 years. But there's going to be a new birth and a whole new renaissance based on what's left. I mean, the technology will survive, but people will Scientists are saying much sooner, but you know, for two degrees C in the next hundred years, almost certain. Yeah, and that's low. That's low projection. So yeah, so that's four and a half degrees hotter on average. But not only that, but the uh, the increasing um, warmer temperatures of the oceans. Yep. Yeah, and, and the, the rising which of the ocean yeah, means more rain in Beauvage is going to be off my travel. Right, and <laughs> increasing the rise of oceans, which yeah. everybody says, you know, what Nevada is going to be on on the ocean. It's going to be. Well, there's going to be. Jackson, Mississippi will be. Yeah. Yeah. will be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll yeah. definitely. I mean, if we saw a Miami meter will sink. Of sea um, rise. We're already losing small towns in the on the, the Gulf of Mexico. Oh yeah. 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 I mean that. But that's the other thing is it's like that, that's that's part of like building a civilization. It's like this form of brutality because it takes you. You have to do all kinds of things that you know hurt the people that you say you're trying to do it for and of course that change the environment so with the mississippi you know i mean it shouldn't even be where it is anymore it's, we, we've kept it yeah, there we forced with, it into position it's in right yeah it's gonna pay it's us like back. at some point that's not going to be it might maybe we can stop it another few hundred years but maybe we shouldn't mm-hmm. maybe we should become a species that, that knows lives that it's with the on, land as yes, opposed to trying to control it. exactly that builds with yeah. with things that we know we're going to you know, tear down and build again in 20 years or builds with things that don't get toxic when they get wet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just to carry on with what we're doing, uh, the top 10 most polluting pollution sites in the United States, whatever the top out of the top 10, five of them are here in Louisiana. Uh, And I suspect most of those are on the interstate right near sulfur. Yeah. I should have brought that story in today. I just read that. Well, it's today's story. Yeah. It was today's today's story. I read about the top 10 and and you're right. Five of them are in our state. And the the answer uh, is it smells like commerce. (laughs) Yeah. It smells like cancer too, but that's commerce. And so what are you going to do? Cancer versus commerce. Let's have commerce. The cancer be damned. Well, even better if we charge you when you get cancer, because that's more commerce. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can die. But we're, we're right in the middle or not necessarily middle, but we're right in that corridor of New Orleans and Lake Charles. So I grew up in Lake Charles, dude. I got asthma in the mug. and they call it toxic highway. Toxic I mean, alley or something. Toxic yeah, alley. Like cancer I mean, alley. Cancer, cancer, cancer alley. alley. I mean, that's yeah. where we're at. The whole and Mississippi area over there south of Baton Rouge is full of yes. cancer. So yep. even even with the restrictions and millions of dollars that various companies are putting into trying to combat these toxins. What do you mean they're putting in? I mean, that's like saying like they're doing it of their own accord. I mean, no, there are they're, they're minimal being, regulations that they duck. And yeah, there, there's some some thought is put into mitigating the impact. Some, you know, it could be more. I mean, we we could put public pressure, yeah. but instead, you know, we're we're made to uh, attack one another over meaningless, uh, uh, you know, iconography. Well, part of the reason we're never going to solve this is because we can't all agree that we got a problem right off the bat. And then I'll take the Rush Limbaugh argument again that nature's going to do us in. Why why fight it? And then I'll counter that by saying, well, why would we not fight it if we know we're making the problem worse? All we've got to do is take corrective action. 
Maybe yeah. we won't fix it, but we'll slow it down for our generation. Right. It's either going to be and, nature or us. One of the two. Well, but see, that's still, man, you're put, we're putting ourselves outside of nature. We're not. We're nature. Like, like, like I, the, I the climate that. change. Yeah. Yes, I, I know what you're both. You're both right in nature. The, uh, nature is going to take care of the the species that are fucking things up. And it's not going <laughs> to. It might kill off a platypus or two, but for every platypus or every yeah. three legged grasshopper that goes down, couple of the shadow here, he's going to be vaporized. Yeah. Well, in in four to seven million years biodiversity will reach the levels that we've destroyed now. So that's the question. In, in 7 million years, where will we be? And that's where it's like, oh, wait a second. We're not an impressive species. We're, uh, we're, we're, a, we're an algal bloom. We're this yeah, thing that's learned it. a bunch of stuff, but we don't have the discipline as a species. Man, you're messing with me now. We're, we're not in charge. We're not on yeah. top of the... We're, we're maybe humans will, maybe we'll, maybe this thing that we are will have persisted in 7 billion years and we'll become more attuned with what's going on. But as it is, like we're not. And, and I think we Adapt need to, to stop. Adapt to environment like most animals do. Uh, well, I mean, I mean we've I mean, created an, at, an environment. We, we've enclosed ourselves in environments that, that allow us to, you know, adapt to ease rather right. than to. The surroundings. Animals are incredible. Most animals are incredible in adapting to their environment. If sure, the environment because changes. they don't adapt the environment to them. They adapt exactly. to their environment. Well, and, and if they don't, they die. So, so yeah. the thing is, yeah, they're incredible at it. But like, I think we discount. What does that mean? What does that mean for those species that are incredible at adapting? What is their daily life like? Survival, existence, <laughs> pain, Survive. suffering. Yes. Yeah, maybe so. Well, cats in the backyard are not suffering, but their instincts totally <laughs> protect so. them from bad weather. But but their hair grows long at the right time of yeah. the season. They know when the rains are coming. They they they've adapted. In, they don't know they're suffering. They're just yeah. suffering because they don't have an electric can opener. But here's the thing: I agree with you. The fact that we are nature and we are part of nature as a human race on this planet. But what's happening? Is that it's unnatural of, uh, aspects that man has done that is is putting us where we are now, like deforestation. Like we know that trees put out oxygen that helps us. Breathe. I mean, yeah. Okay. The the ocean does more, but yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we but combined, good to have forests. But deforestation, where big companies like McDonald's get farmers to cut down thousands and thousands of acres of trees to to graze cows. Grow Big Macs, baby. For the Big Macs. <laughs> yeah. I to mean, grow that one kind is, of potato with the long French fries. Yeah, you go. There's, you know, why? We don't need to well, be in that direction. That's why we, we need- got the problem. One of the reasons we have the problem we have now is we think we're above all that. Yeah. The, talking about the Amazon, the indigenous tribes in the Amazon, yeah. they got all this figured out. They don't yeah. try to redirect the rivers. They know when the rivers are going to flood, so they don't build in the floodplains. Mm-hmm. They don't grow. Right. And they, they they have adapted to their environment. Here, it, it, a so-called civilization and yeah. industrialized, we try to combat. We're going to build dams. We're going to seed the clouds. We're going to do this. We think we can beat nature. Yeah, and that's pretty naive and, and sort of. But there were some well, people it's out ultimately there. Ultimately, defeating. Yeah, yeah. We, it's, we, 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 go ahead. But there's there's um. Or, um, farmers, organic farmers, or just natural uh, farmers who have this idea in order for them to exist, they have to go a natural, more natural way. And they have figured it out. And I've seen documentaries where this is taking place right now. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but, but the thing is, if you want economies of scale like we have, 
then it's what, what, well, you put all your money in this monoculture, you know, you just want to keep going, eke out as much profit as you can. That's understandable from a capital point of view, yeah, but not from a civilization, point not from yeah. a civilizational point of view. And so then, so where, so where does the two meet? I mean, you've got to find some happy medium no. here. Yeah, so well, we meet, we we meet at the, when the river comes up around your nose and you can't swim. The, when the smog, your, it, uh, your grandchildren's noses are going to be this big because they got to have filters. Uh, yeah. They've evolved filters in their nasal passages to clear <laughs> yeah. out all the muck they're breathing and their lungs are going to be this big and yeah. they don't have feet because yeah. they don't have to walk anymore. They're going to be on a biped or something. <laughs> Kind of I, motorized I mean, we'll, we'll develop ass too. is going to we'll, be as wide as the chair. <laughs> we'll, we'll change. We'll adapt. I understand that. Yeah. But, you know, to, to what point? I mean. Well, to wh- that point. I mean, that's the thing. We're going to. It'll probably be a Morlock situation. We'll have the LOE, which are the yeah. rich. Yeah. And we'll have the Morlocks, which is everybody yeah, else. No, and I get you. I don't, do you well, have to live underground if you're a Morlock? Yeah, 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 yeah. You better not Actually, be showing up on Rodeo, buddy, because I pay hey, good money. Hey, yeah. buddy, I'll tell you something. We're there now. Yeah, There's yeah. Morlocks all over did this country. Did you see Parasite? Yeah. Oh, yes, my God. Yes, I did Parasite. see Parasite. Good movie. Oh, it was yeah. the best movie ever, dude. The best. You literally, Ed, could I, watch it without subtitles. It is that good. Of, it is literally a story you, in pictures. You would know, you would never it is, be lost. It, it is. It, it is. is a, I'm. I'm. I'm going to watch it again without subtitles to see. It's an it achievement. Is fantastic. Um, man. That's a high endorsement then. Yeah, I, I liked it. Oh, I, I wasn't it. crazy about it. Oh, I was. I've been. I've been changed the by vi- it. The violent aspect of it at the end. Sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no spoilers. There's blood. Um, a little. Um, just a little. It, it just kind of. I don't know. Shook me the in, in up to that point. Yeah. I thought it was it was but, really but interesting. You, are you aware of the violence that persisted throughout? Yes, and you yeah. know, yes, that's the thing. yes, that's, I, that's the uh, as Benjamin put it. Uh, every civilization is a monument of brutality. Yes, you know that that's the reality. We, right. You know, by having these strata exist, by having mastered right. the society, uh, the environment. Our, our podcast since the very first one of going back to how come we have we fall default to violence and aggression as opposed to default to uh, collaboration and community. We automatically go to tribes and we automatically become not defensive but aggressive towards other tribes. Why is that? What's built into our nature that makes us uh, have to Violent. fight by default as opposed to collaborate by the evolution. Fall? Ton you know, of it's... essays out there about why we're a violent society is it inherent. Is it in our DNA to well, be violent? Well, but, but I mean, you know, define violent society because, like, we we have this uh, lapse in violence that it, that exists within a society, but it is dependent on 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 the uh, expectation of violence if you don't follow it. Right. If you don't right. go fear with, of violence, yeah, fear of violence makes you peaceful. Yes, and then yeah. further compounded by in this ver- version of capitalism, we perpetrate actual violence on migrant workers and other poor around the world to get the stuff that we, you know, yeah. pay ten dollars so my coffee stays hot for four hours. I mean, yeah. I don't think this was made by slaves, but a ton of the stuff that we touch <laughs> oh, yeah. is straight up slave labor. I mean, I mean, over a oh, billion slaves so. well, is just, a low number. Just take a quick look at Mardi Gras. Our giant yeah. Bacchanalian feast was built on the backs of people that were building the crap we throw on the ground. I know, and those people man. are making like four cents a day, and their fingers are bleeding, it's and make, they're eating yeah. noodles and happy to have it. Shipping us and, litter to And throw. they're shipping us that stuff, and we're paying 
big money for that crap to throw on the ground and yeah. and, and it's religion and yeah. we got a culture going on here. Yeah, and I'm not you know I've had fun abusing things too, but, it, but all of that is symptomatic of how indifferent we are to the well-being of the species. Yes, but, then, just, the, but then the question <clears throat> is, how can we change it? And I think the answer to that is always you got to remain within it and and illustrate positive change through your own action. So in this case. We ought to start a damn crew. We ought to throw avocados, avocados and avocados and, and grapes. And, or well, like the have, Irish parade where they throw the stuff for the soup and you go home and you well, boil they have the, the soup. They have the, the, cabbages. Cru- the crew that can I. Yes. It's yeah. an eco-friendly. That's right. That's right. So that's already it's self-made. Uh, you have to make your own throws and everything. Yeah, that's, yeah. Pretty, that's yeah. pretty cool. I'll come and like that. they actually have a version of it in New Orleans as well. Okay, cool. Prior to yeah. Mardi Gras Day. But, you know, that's... Instead of these tandem floats, where oh, you know, these people—well, I mean that one's more trying like, to get a bead. That has and to, most something of, to do with human stupidity. Yeah, because most of me is going to like. Okay, I'm sorry. Just real quick, like, what? Are you, how much money are you worth compared to how much is that thing you're putting yourself in danger for? Worth? Like, what are you doing for this experience? Anyway, it's a tragedy. But have, it's you, like, have you ever been to a pep rally where you didn't think the home team was going to win? You lose your shit and when you get in that emotion and you think you can oh. get to that bead. And, the, the, <laughs> it's, and so we're going to have people getting killed. And uh, it sounds kind of harsh, but that's just the cost of doing business. Well, I read something today that said that you know, <laughs> I don't want to in, stop tandem in, in the history of it's Mardi fun. Gras in New Orleans, like it's very few of these incidents have happened. But, oh, very few, yeah. But it's again, I don't know. I don't well, know if they were going for bees or they're trying to get to the other side. Or no, what the deal was, I mean, I think both some, of them. I think they were reaching for. We stuff. lost a guy here four or five years ago. Fell off of fell a float off. in front of Fatima. I think guy fell yeah. off uh, and. Uh, but but see then then my mind turns to just the comforting statistics that I as a white male straight person have, uh, and that is like okay, how many people do we have on the parade? Like how many people total? What what is the average mortality rate for each of those people? You know, like I mean, people yeah, die. Somebody's going to die. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they might have died at home. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> or, in or they might have. I mean, that's uh, the, you know, yeah. might have died walking to the parade. Who knows? But <laughs> yeah. So do we time. ban you know that version of sneakers? I mean, I mean, my thing is we're a little too ban happy. I think we need to like maybe dial back the rules that we have on individuals and dial up the rules that we have for industry. Because that is the more consequential place where we need protections, you know, in, yeah. in my in my mind, just yeah. off, off the top of my head. Yeah, but you know, people are always going to do silly stuff, and they're going to die, and we need to build that into our paradigm, yes. as opposed to stopping all deaths. Yes. Just build in it. Same thing with poverty. <laughs> we 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 tend to think there should be no poor people. There's always going to be poor people. We just have to minimize the. Make the bell curve high in the middle, and and make but their experience you can't, yeah, one of you dignity. Cannot, yeah, you can't make the bell curve flat, but you can minimize the highs and the lows, and everybody can live a life. You, you know, you know how it's I just, see it. Ed? I see it as like when you go to Disney or you go to one of these places, and everybody's about going to get poverty. Though. Yeah, right. Yeah, because I've been because I'm. I mean, actually, kids have always thought I had money. Like when growing up, I don't know why. Maybe I like. I know I stunk for like three years when I was in puberty. You know, I never took a dress and a tie. <clears throat> that's what it is, dude. I would always go to the big and tall men's store and find find a gear. But but anyway, you go to Disney and you go get your your food and you have your little tray and you want to set it down. And sometimes there's no table. 
And the table is like this thing that we could put more or less of. But it's like, maybe I don't get to have a table every time I eat. But I feel like people are entitled to tables. Uh, is that too, like, metaphorical? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my no, my point being that, like, the table is a thing that we've come up with, and it's sweet. Right. You know, and maybe we could have some that aren't even there all the time so you can walk around. But the point is that we shouldn't deprive people of stuff that people came up with before we were born because now it's like, well, sorry, a table's $300. You know, you right. can't just have a table. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I, I well, that makes more sense. I, I know it's a little you, out there. No, no, it's no, okay. No, I, I understand it, no. your metaphor. I mean, the thing is, all humans, all humans have the right. And some of us do and some of us don't. The capability. Uh, the capability yeah. or the even have the ability that's why there's always going to be a bell curve. Yeah, yeah there's always going to be a bell curve. But there doesn't always have to be a $3,500 charge for a coronavirus test because that is a place where... Well, you know you're getting into morality and ethics. Well, no, it's all the same thing. It's, it's Capitalism We have invented a thing as a species. So, so wait, wait, I'm sorry. You get to charge me? Who are you? Yeah. Th- this is a thing that we're all sharing, and now you're going to charge, especially because it makes us less safe, but on a more primal level, med- you didn't invent the concept of medicine. You know, we have got to start democratizing access to the human mind. Yeah. That- that's the thing. I mean, we-, we come up with a coronavirus test. You don't charge for that. Right. That's a thing that yeah, we're all going to yeah, stick just, together we with. We suck that up, and they it ought to be. Man. Well, unfortunately, now that, people ain't going to go get tested, and that, I mean that's actually unfortunately happening. that's where the thinking goes. The thinking goes to the the cost yes. rather than the preventive. We live, but it's not just the cost; it's, live, it's the profit because the cost the profit, is all yeah. the countries deal with the cost. Like I've how much is this going to cost? How much you, does this molecule and this molecule? Yeah, and how much to put it together? Yeah, cost and profit in our cause in American society are. They're yeah. different than they are in other societies. Yeah, how, sure. much, how much do you think that test cost versus how much did they charge? Right, absolutely. Just as when I was a kid, very brief story about when I was a kid and I was in business school. And they they taught this whole idea that an American business, an entrepreneur opens it, and I'll use retail store, he opens his retail store and he figures out how much he has to pay for what he's going to sell and then he has to figure out how much he's going to pay a salesperson and his rent. And then he adds a profit to that of some mm-hmm. reasonable percent. A profit. And then, then, they, then they charge that. <clears throat> now it's all about no matter what it costs, you get the cost as low as possible and you charge as much as possible no matter what. The right. profit, you could live great on 20%, but we can get them to pay 30, go for 30 automatically. And that's just that's just raw fact of life. That's how businesses have evolved now. The pro- amount of profit is way more important than the value of the product or the cost or the life-saving benefit. And, and the growth. Anything else. Are the we growth. making more last year yeah. than we made this how, year? How much can Vice we version. extract from people for this commodity? Right. That's why you pay so much for cable. They know they can get it from you. Yeah. Right. Cable ought to be, the, the, the cost of transmitting that data is almost nothing. Well, and the, and the uh, infrastructure exists. And cell so phones. So let's pay the content and creators and, and the workers. Yeah, we can. And yeah. smartphones. Everybody has a smartphone and so they know that, yeah. you know that you're going to Needed. Here's the thing. Credit, Here's the know. thing I saw today. I saw this this slight documentary about this this guy. Um, and, and when he was young, he got into the nightclub business, and he was you know every night boozing it, and every night you know had had the clubs going as one had, would, as one would, and really t- you know into the drugs and the whole aspect of it, and really got 
totally involved in it and um, was paying 40 bucks a shot to get a bottle of champagne and selling it for 500 Yeah. Well, okay. Sure. So that goes to the profit margin we're talking mm-hmm. about. And he's getting into all this and all of a sudden his his life starts you know, breaking apart and falling down because of that excess. Because he allowed excess to, to to be a part of his day-to-day is, living. Is it not that people stop coming to the club? Because I love the, uh, key, uh, what's the Rolling Stones, the main guy that never dies? Uh, Keith Richards. Keith, Keith Richards, Richards says, yeah. I never had a drug problem. I've always had enough money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. pretty true. Yeah, no, I mean, he, you know, he's never had a drug problem because it's not a problem to him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. well it, I guess, you know, it that's also, been, it I'm bringing been. in a different topic. But, but anyways, this guy, when he spiraled down, he got out of it and realized he needed to do something to change his life. He got mm-hmm. on this, there's a ship that goes around the world with uh, doctors and they um, they port somewhere and then they, they take care of people that really need mm-hmm. like, like doctors without th- borders th- or something to that effect well the, this is a ship uh-huh. this is an actual ship like you know a huge ship that has all doctors quarters and doctors headquartered on it and they go and they go to various third world countries mm-hmm. and they take care of people right. that have tumors right. and all kinds of things they have one that so he got goes involved, to the US he too. got involved in this and he was going to all these different countries and one thing he noticed was that people were not these these issues were stemming from the fact that the people were drinking terrible water mm-hmm. like the water source was yeah. infestation and yeah. and yeah. had all kinds of you know toxins in it and it was not pure water and it was you know they go down the river to get water and they get their child will get eaten by an alligator and you know <laughs> I mean, I mean, this was, this was their life. This is their life. And, and, um, so he came up with this idea to try to establish pure water in Uh these villages. Thank you for the money. So he started this organization called Charity Water and it's all donations and he's served over a million people. Yes. He's got them pure water. They now, dig pumps, what, what is the repercussions of that? The repercussions of that are, the, are those young children now are going to be able to survive. Yes. And those young children will grow. Yeah, and, and, and have money. a better life. And that, that's where I was, to the economy. Yeah, but but that's that's where we need to go. We need to go into the effect where we're going to take care of situations like that, well, which will have hopefully positive reinforcements of positive repercussions. Yes, or, or that's where we should go with our arguments because that's the thing I was trying to get at with the table. That it, a well would have been a better one to dig a well. Right. You know, it's this thing that we know how to do. Serve the Can we like give this to people because yeah. everyone will be better if you're not like freaking out because you don't have or or actively being harmed because you don't have access to stuff yeah. we know how to do without we, without thinking that you need anything from it. Just yes. getting people yes. together, yes, and that thing. goes goes back to what we we're talking like about Jonas last Salk. week, like the, like the uh, smallpox vaccine. Right. Last know? week we were talking about communities. This is what this is where we need to go. We need to go to to you know this this idea of community and helping out others who are less fortunate. Authorism doesn't pay. That <laughs> takes too long. You just mentioned that it takes a whole generation for these guys with fresh water to start paying off. You can't wait a generation. I got to pay the rent right now. <sighs> yeah. Heck with them. Yeah. yeah, that's part of our problem. Is that we've yeah. we've, we've it's a mentality kind of reached I, a yeah, we reached saying. a critical mass of of need for for things that we don't really need that have taken the place of what we like 
clean water and clean air. And yeah. Why do I, I you mean, look at me. I'm a fat white guy. I got to make a good living. I live in a more or less safe town. I live in fear all the damn time. Is it something going to, somebody going to stab me? Is a politician going to come take my house? Is it? Yeah. You know, I don't, this is, and I worry about a whole lot of people around me. I see people in, you know, where we work, you're in the place, you know, this, this, this whole neighborhood's full of people that need help. Yeah. And we're sitting here going, well, we need to help people. Well, there's a guy 20 feet from here, I bet, that's homeless. That are, yeah. Well, and that's the that's, failure of multiculturalism that we like, I want to help the, oh, I see these people starving over here. And it's like. But we have neighbors who we see as others, sure. Because we have the cover of, you know, oh, but I but I sent money to the, the to Australia or whatever it is. Not not to bring up that issue in particular, but you know, we we give a little in one way, and then that that perception is ameliorated somewhat, and we don't have to. You know, see, I mean, because I mean, the thing that brought up the table thing was I'm I'm driving over here two of these different indigent people who I've now talked to for years are just both looking so old and bad, dude. And, you know, and I'm like, God, yeah. you know, this is I've known them for five years. They look like they've aged 20 apiece, mm-hmm. both of these people. And it's just they just, you know, well, God, are they not worth something to us? And they absolutely are. I mean, but not to not to our current paradigm. They're not. They would be, you know. The only thing they're good for is to continue to like rack up numbers places so they owe, so people can build the government. You know, they're they're not seen by most people as actually like worthy of time and hugs and scrubs because they both needed baths. You know, I think there's something in the human psyche that needs somebody to look down on, and that's one of the things politicians are aware of. Yeah, and that's. Maybe so. Overcoming race and so forth. Is people need somebody that they can be better than. Yeah. You know, when you were a kid and you were running track, you didn't want to be the last kid. I don't care if I'm second to last, but somebody's got to be worse than me at this. Yeah. And when you came in dead last, you felt like crap. And if, you know, if you've been in the middle of the pack, well, oh, Bruce is slower than me. So I'm, <laughs> I'm cool. And I think that's yeah. kind of built into us a little bit that we, well, as long as there's somebody worse off than me. Yeah, then I'm doing okay. And I understand that, but then then even if you come in last, you still participated. You still ran Isn't the that race. You're chasing the gazelle yeah. and the other guys are eating it a mile ahead. I know, ahead but you, 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 you crossed the finish eat. line. You yeah. may have been last, but you crossed the finish line. I mean, you've accomplished something. Yeah, but, but, but you have to understand, that mentality doesn't work where we're <laughs> from. Where we're from on the plains somewhere, if you can't keep up, you we die. might still want to keep you, but you just don't make it. Because the world was so hard, and now we still have this mentality of it being hard. You know, I I super resonate with that, Ed, when you talk about being uh, above someone. Because I have this, like, guilty feeling a lot of times where I'm like, you know, like I'm driving home, man. I'm comfy in my car. I'm about to be comfy in my house, and I see these people. I'm just like, God, they ain't going to be comfy. Nope. They're they're suffering all night, mm-hmm. and it's but 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 it's like a weird, almost a warm, like golly, but you know, thank God. It's maybe it's gratefulness, but it's also this vestige yeah. of like zero sum mentality that we need to move beyond. Because zero it's, sum mentality. It's not zero sum that's anymore. Just, if we work together, we can get more than if we don't, and that right. is like just provable. The interstates. No one person could have built that, but we decided we're going to leverage our future and spend hundreds of billions of dollars. And build something that we now get, Could you, you know, two trillion dollars worth of value a year. <laughs> Can you out imagine of. trying to pull off something of that scale exactly. in this country? Exactly. Today? That's the thing that we need the that's, mentality well, of. Well, that like, takes collaboration. It takes a, 
quick analogy or comparison. You know when, when uh, rats live in a nest and there's a, a rat or two goes maverick and starts pooping where the food is? The rest of the rats kill that rat. They, they get rid of the people that don't play for the benefit of the team. Yeah. Natural selection. And, and, and we, well, that's, that's yeah. natural selection. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't, I, I, think, I don't think we do that. We need to. Yeah, uh, I agree, man. I mean, I mean, if not kill, sequester, we and re- reappropriate. And so, and so instead of locking up people with drug habits or people who are impoverished and therefore sell drugs, we need to turn our eye toward the people that are actually ruining you know, the game for everybody, and, and those are the bigwigs. But, but if the system won't do that, if our institutions won't, we got to start an Ocean's Eleven gang and, and t- knock off the rich people. That's what I'm thinking. Or at yeah. least make a movie about it. So I, I, <laughs> somebody I, else I, will. Well, I think the civil unrest is going to keep percolating until there's violence. I, I don't have any doubt. Yeah. You yeah. know, you, right there now, already is a lot. Know, of, we think um, there's a lot of civil disobedience now, but people in Kent State, for example, there are four people dead and the riots in the street, Watts, Philadelphia. There's a yeah. whole lot of example of it being way more violent than this, and nothing changed. Nothing changed. We still have abject racism. We still have poverty in Watts. The area in Philadelphia that they bombed has been, it's just another ghetto again. Nothing changed. And that was serious violence. I mean, we're talking about killing people on university campuses by the National fucking Guard. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. that? Could you say that out loud? The yeah. National Guard killed killing four people students. on the university campus for protesting in this country, and nothing changed at all. Nothing. That's wow. yeah, but see that's now a, that's like, an aggravator right there. You know, it's it's still it's still that threat is there, and you know it's 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 all that's always there. This like tension between power and the populace. Keep us down. Yeah, man, it's it's yeah. a weird one, man. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna figure it out just in time to like catch a comet to the brain or something you know it's like <laughs> it's so hard to get a grip on what the heck part of my problem is i feel like i'm going to live to see the outcome yeah and i really do i keep thinking well man you know pretty soon we're going to know we're all you know it's the comet's going to hit or the ocean's going to flood my house and, yeah you know i don't realize how brief my time here is <laughs> i i really feel like i'm going to live to see us poor people will be perhaps institutionalized, but it'll be more like a Garden of Eden institution instead of Brickwood Cinder Block institution. Yes. I feel like I, I feel like I won't notice a person's race until after I've talked to them for a while. It won't be the very first thing I see. Yeah. I I really in my mind I'm convinced that I will see that time in my world. Well that's pretty stupid. I won't, yeah. I know. But I but, I, but, I, but I, while I, you're yeah. here while you're here, be as productive as you can. Well I'm doing what I can. I'll well, work on this. Uh, I'm can. not as I'm that's not as flippant as I sound. I, and that's what we do. We all do what we can and we believe in that potential, which is a true potential. I mean that could arise and, and it does, I think, you know, like like enlightenment, it it arises in bubbles all the time, all, all around us, but it's you know, can we alter the species man maybe a lot of altruistic people out there no doubt yeah but they're all succumbed to i gotta pay the rent yeah man and the rent's too damn high (laughs) and that's just that's that's the world we live in right now. yeah i'll Uh, tell you this man i have the most incredible landlord on earth i've been living in the same place for 10 years he raised the rent once by once by like by like honest to god like two percent like enough to play the yard guy more just the nicest guy ever you know but but i know you know, it, there are. If I stop paying, he he, he we're, we're good pals. But I mean, I you know, I yeah. I got to keep so, paying. 
it, it, it's, it's weird. It, Parasite, well, you got to watch Parasite. I, I, I might make that a point for the weekend, but uh, I have a lot of naive questions that I know the answer to. But why do we have empty houses? Yeah. You know, it's empty. Put somebody in there for a while. I mean, yeah. you're not going to, you don't have to, well, maybe. Well, I mean, the, the whole thing is like, the the reason I mean for, for me it's a, the same as bringing this dog inside you know I got this dog man I had to bring this dog in because he's out in the rain and he's about to get hit by a car now I got more chores by the way more, if, I focus if on uh, this dog dear and, listener if you're interested in a great pit bull yes. contact Jay White at aocinc.org he's, so he's adoptable if I get a picture in time we'll uh, we'll put yeah. it in there uh, put if a he's picture not already got, Jacob, I did finally yeah. post today Jacob, okay well post me, send me that picture we'll put it on here too, look, so we have a dog uh, look, yeah you you took some action you made a choice yes you didn't have to but Could've. you made you you didn't have to yes but you made you made that choice we 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 do that on on an everyday basis but we could make the choice easier to make for the average person if we started building tables you know if we start yeah. making a way for for it to be simple to okay look you, you you're you're off on whatever it is you're either drug addicted you're mentally ill you're both you're just completely down on your luck you you lost your family or friends recently whatever it may be here's some Here's Compassion. some help. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and maybe we get you cleaned yeah, up enough to put zone. you in that well, house. Well, here's the tools and, and in the resources. meantime, here's a room that you well, can... Well, why is there yeah, 100 the billion plastic bottles floating in the ocean when every one of those plastic bottles could be a brick in a house in the Sahara uh, Desert? Yeah, yeah that's... You know, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, that just garbage just naive and yeah. depresses me. Yeah. You know, we can get depressed, we can get depressed, and we can think that, you know, look, it's all shit, but it's, you know, par- part of it is shit, but, you know... Um, There's the some Shinola. Part. There I, is Shinola. I'm going to yeah. still. I'm going to still hold on to my hope. I'm That's gonna, me too. I'm going to live long enough to see this all be resolved. I'm, I'm going to yes. never. I'm never going to lose that hope because that's the only thing that's keeping me alive. I'm saving up yeah. to have my head frozen, so that I can. Oh, yeah. very nice. Just your head. <laughs> Just yeah. the head. That's all they need well, in my, the future. My brain is going to the University of Miami. Is it seriously? No, seriously. Why Whoa. Miami? Um, because they have a Parkinson's research uh, there in the Parkinson's. So, what? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't and know. So that. you get to, you, and so you're going to donate your brain there. Is yeah, that all already? Have. already? It's all cool. Arranged. Did Do they, they take it? Did they take it yet, or is it? Still... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Some people might say. But so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get a little rim shot up there. <laughs> My wife might say I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Come pick it up now. He's not yeah, using it. Yeah, I'm not using it. <laughs> oh, Same man. here, man. Very, very little. That's bit cool. That's that's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. See for posterity. You know, no, not for posterity. Well, yeah. just just for research. Just so well, there. But for those who come after us, so they'll know yeah. more. You know, I mean, you know, I, I've got this thing. I'm not going to roll up in the corner and say, you know, life is over. No way. Mm-hmm. Life is just beginning for me. Yes, personally. So, um, but I want to do anything I can to help further the research so that this, this sucker can be dealt with. Yes, and this beast can be taken care of and mm-hmm. taken down. <laughs> you know. Um, I'm just going to live till it all works out. Yeah, yes. I plan on like, not dying. If for a person as negative as I am, somewhere in the core of me, there's optimism. Yeah. Even to the point of it's going to be terrible, but we're going to get through it. You know, that's my optimism is going to be terrible, but we'll get through it. Well, as opposed to good, it won't be terrible. And that's a good adaptation to have, whether it's true or not. Man, that that will that will get you a little further. You know, like a. Napoleon, I heard recently, Napoleon uh, counted when you're doing, like when you're running simulations uh, on, on battlefield uh, tactics, who's going to win. Napoleon counted as 40,000 men. That doesn't 
mean that he basically just this guy that was his value to that the, was his, if he's with the the troops they're just gonna do better they're gonna kill more of the other side you know it's just it's like drew Brees is supposed to teddy bridgewater it's a psychological <laughs> exactly, thing exactly he dude. will lead us to a victory so we will all try 10 percent harder yep just without even knowing without it. even knowing it yeah, yeah so we gotta all have our own little Napoleon so let's go back to the original topic which well, is much, not the how blues how much time do but, we have uh, left no, i have no idea i think we're out of time and i'm going to come back to yeah. uh is there uh is there what does an individual do? Dear listener, we're we going to give you some advice now. We're going to, each of us is going to give you that bit of advice that you can climate change, adapt, or correct. Or what, what's your, what are we going to tell our listener about climate change? Recycle, reduce, reuse. Repurpose. 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 Well, take, build how about like regurgitate then? We're going to go with our words. <laughs> Take all the plastic and make them into buildings or so chairs. I think that, or, see, those kind of opportunities are all over the place, and I know sure there are people doing it, but it ought to be built into my recycling. These are bricks for houses, yes. and these yeah, as opposed to, oh, it's just too inconvenient. Well, yeah. it's well, not well, too inconvenient. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, if we had better planning mechanisms, we got this government, we're paying a bunch of people a bunch of money to be like the planners, and they don't do it, but... We could definitely just say that. Okay, guess what? When you package stuff, it's got to be in these things because these things are useful. Right. And when your, it's your round bottles need to be square so they stack better. Whatever the yeah. heck it is, yes. Like, you know, as they say, we can uh, do that. Dasani doesn't make water; they make bottles. Exactly. Yeah. It's like coffee don't shops don't sell yeah. coffee. They they aren't in the coffee business; they're in the milk and cream business. Yeah. yeah. That's how it is. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. More or so, less. In summary. Um, yeah, in yeah, summary, I, I'm I'm still optimistic. I think that we have the know-how. We need to learn to manipulate the mechanisms of power and use the know-how we have to solve things for our posterity. Maybe that's the topic. Write this down, Bruce. You're the one with the still functioning <laughs> yeah. brain that you haven't donated Pro- it yet. Next week we posterity. talk about uh, how do we how do we reduce the impact of uh, mega power. How, the, the power is so consolidated yeah. in so few people. How do the rest of us manipulate that to our benefit? We don't even have to take the power from them. We just make them make them use the power for our benefit yeah. instead of for their own self gratification. They can still be richer than me. Yeah. They can still own ten homes. They can still have boats. Yeah. They can still pay for carbon well, buyout or whatever. Yeah. But they they should work for me and still be rich. I don't have to but bring them to my level. We're supposed to be living in a democracy. That's supposed another to be. joke. Yeah. Well, Next week so. we're supposed to be living in a democracy. <laughs> Who are you going to vote for? Well, I watched CNN and they told me I had to vote for. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm voting for the antitrust candidate because <clears throat> antitrust was used a century ago to solve and it worked a lot, these problems, yeah. and it worked really well. You take those big entities, you don't destroy the wealth, you break it up. Yes. You say, guess what? You only get to do 10 percent of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That is still enough to make enough money for 80 lifetimes, but it's yeah. not yeah. enough for 800. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you could, know. you could take ninety percent of the wealth of those people, and they would never ever know that you took it, except when they read their statements. Their houses would still be all over the country. They'd all be well lit. They'd all be yeah. eating the best. They would never know the difference, except the psychology of it was stolen from me to give yeah. to the poor people. Yeah. And it, that's. But you could definitely ax ten percent, and that's all we need. We don't need most of it. We need a chunk of it. And you yeah. know maybe uh, maybe it's so more if you topic, do nothing to help. But I think a better topic for next week is: Have we progressed or regressed? 
Well, both. It's always both. That's the that's yeah. the, the, that the continuum. Read that, Aristotle. You know, it's not a continuum. It's a circle. And if your circle's going down the toilet, or if your circle's like a tornado <laughs> going up, but you're going, it's a circle. Everything is cyclical. Yeah. Your, yeah. your atoms are cyclical. Everything is cyclical. Yeah, it goes in a, everything. It's, but if you're in, are you going up or you're going down? You're not. A, it's no. Your your cycle's going a, in a linear passion. I'm gonna go up. There's I a timeline. Let me go up. Let me go <laughs> yeah. up. So you're saying it's Fortuna's wheel? Oh, Fortuna, blind, heedless goddess. There you go, man. You, you see, he talks like this, like I read, like he well, reads. I don't yeah, know what he's talking. Well, about. because it's New Orleans, it's um a confederacy of dunces, man. You gotta yeah, read that. Yeah. Oh, I read that. It. I read that book. I have no recollection of what you're saying at all. <laughs> you gotta reread no. it. That book is like that's you, a that book God, changed that, my life. Yeah, yeah, man. I just, I, I, just, I, that's I, God. I bonded always... with Ignatius. <laughs> I, understood, I understood him completely. I yeah. just, I just yeah. read it. I have, oh wow! I, I'm cool. reading it. I haven't finished. Yeah, but I'm reading. It. It's such a trip. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's very cool. Fortuna's wheel is what he's yeah. always. You know, oh, Fortuna's wheel is spinning upward, I, and then I you know when something's guy. going wrong. I, I love that, that guy. Before. The play was really cool. But uh, yeah, for a long time, my uh, laptop screensaver was the Lucky Dog Warehouse in New Orleans. Oh so my so god, Lucky Dog. That sounds good. Let's, let's go get some dogs, guys. Okay. Y'all, what you want a pit bull? If you wanted a, if you wanted no, a uh, no hot dog, where in town would you go to get one? Because uh, I like hot dogs. Where would you get I mean, I'd go to Dat Dog. Do you really? Yeah. How about you? Are you a hot dog guy? Yeah. Where do you get them? Um, in the kitchen at your house, huh? Yeah. Usually, but Dat Dog's pretty good. It is. It is good. It's good. People have like come to me with, oh, I didn't like it this or that time. They've got pretty good consistency. It's just they're trying to fill a big space. and Yeah, they got more issues than I can fix. I'm yeah. Well, they wouldn't they, listen if I told them. Yeah, they won't listen to me. Yeah, the building is is that's the issue. What a right cool now. building! Yeah, it's yeah. just. Yeah. I, th- I think I think it's underutilized that oh, that building. Yeah, you know? yeah, it used to be utilized a lot better. Um, Tipitina's musical. Well, no, but I mean, but it, it was, was they were utilizing a slice of it. it. I the mean, times that place of the Acadiana building when it was percolating in yes, this side of town. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I remember the days. Yeah, remember the days. All right. Well, my attention span is starting to wane. And right. I haven't yeah. really fixed anything, but uh, this is Uncle Eddie signing out. Yeah. The this... shadow here, shadow knows. Thanks both, y'all. This is Jacob. I notice that about 30 minutes in, I start playing with this. That's my attention span. It's like, yeah. well, once I start coiling this wire. But thanks for sitting with us if you made it the whole hour. This has been Tune In Next Week, so be sure to do so. Tell your friends. Yes, tell your friends. And, and subscribe to us on iTunes because by the time this is up, we are on iTunes. You, you can subscribe to us. It, it helps us to yeah. see that we have some numbers, that we have that listener that we uh, covet yeah. so greatly. Dear listener, use both of your email accounts to thank us. So yes. We have two listeners. Tell your enemies as well. Yeah. Tell your enemies because they yeah. need to hear all this stuff. There is a spare chair if you want to be yeah. on. Be one of our enemies here in this room. Which I, mm-hmm. I guess I could introduce him, but uh, since people are watching at home, so he's on my left like you get to watch the field from left to right. Me and Eric.